Welcome to the My Gastric Sleeve Podcast with your host, Nima Karazi. Nima is just a regular guy who had the gastric sleeve surgery, and this is his story. He is not a doctor. This podcast is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have medical questions, ask your doctor. Now let's get into it. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the My Gastric Sleeve podcast. I'm your host, Nima Karazi, and this is my journey. It is October, and we are doing episode 38, our September recap, and I am excited. I am stoked. I am super, super pumped to be here. I think we're going to do this in 30 minutes because I really don't have a whole lot to catch you up on. It's really just more of like a personal thing on my end. So let's go ahead and get into it. So I started September at 258 pounds and I ended September at 258 pounds. And it's been Fine. I, I <laughs> it's funny. I had a conversation with Allison. Uh, shout out to Allison and Courtney uh, from the No Guts No Glory podcast. They're awesome and amazing and my favorite. Uh, so anyway, I was talking to Allison and Allison asked me, "How are you doing?" And I said, "I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm at like 256 at that time, and uh, I think I'm just gonna be in the 250s. I think that's just like that's my reality. Is I'm just gonna be." a 250 guy. And if I get to 240, then I like if I need to slim down for a wedding, I'll get down to 240. And if I get to 260, then that's like my red flag. And she responded with, um, I don't, uh, I don't accept that you just accept that. I don't believe that you just believe that. And I think that it bothers you. And I said, I re- I thought about it for a second. And I said, No, 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 I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm just very comfortable at 256 255 I think I'm okay I think if I I think if I was like 260s 270s for sure I'd be really sad if I got to like 300 again I would be like just devastated but I think I'm okay 250s I think I'm okay because also let's not forget I weighed 410 at one what one point so being 160 pounds down from there I started the weight loss journey at 390 So mathematically speaking, if I lost 130 pounds, then I'm at 260 and that's a third of my weight. So I'm, I'm kind of cool with like, as long as I'm under 260, then I've lost more than a third of my weight. And that's something very significant, right? So I respond like that. And Allison like, rolls it around in her mouth a little bit. And then she she responds back and says like, yeah, no, I just I still don't I don't accept it. I don't I don't no, no, thank you. I don't No, Thank you. And then pushes it back across the table. And in that moment, and I've had this conversation with her, and I haven't cleared this with her. And I don't think I'm going to because it's 6pm on Monday night. And this is like total like last minute guy doing 
a podcast. <laughs> so, uh, what did I say? It was going to be only 30 minutes. We gotta, we're not past the first line here. Okay. So let's dial it in a little. So anyway, so I, I haven't cleared it with her yet, but she, but I was in the moment I thought to myself, like, who do you think you are? I got that. I know who I am. I, I figured this out. And it took me another like day, day and a half to kind of roll it around in my mouth and kind of kind of rack my brain a little about it think about it and really really be pensive about it and I kind of came back to the realization that she's right I'm not okay I'm not okay at 250 I, I'm I'm willing to deal with being at 250 but I'm not just cool with it like I'm not stoked I really want to be 225 in truth I thought I could maybe get to below 200 and get to like 180 like I was in high school. So being at 250 is a far cry from being 180 and being damn near 260 is even a further cry. So I'm 80 pounds from where I thought I would be. I'm probably 40 pounds away from where I think I should be. And, you know, I'd love to be in the 220s. And at this point, yeah, I think 225 is really my goal goal. My like forever goal is two and a quarter. I just would love to weigh two and a quarter. I think that would that would be ideal for me. For my body size, I think that's that's where I should live. But in the meantime, at 250, I've acquiesced and it's not worth the effort. And basically, it's ju- it just boils down to... I could, my wife was asking me, the lovely Michelle was asking me the other day, she said, do you think that you're like mildly obsessed with exercise? And, and because, and we're going to get into all this, like habit building and habit stacking and, and, uh, neural pathways and, and neuroplasticity and all this stuff that, that, you know, we've been kind of learning more recently, but I had this whole conversation with her and she was like, you know, you like really kind of get in on your exercise like oh I gotta I gotta go run I gotta go walk I gotta go do this and if I don't I'm a cranky guy and she's like so many times you're like super cranky and I'm like go why don't you go for a walk and you go 30 minutes and come back and you're like okay I'm I'm okay now so what is that and my therapist has even told me we're gonna get into my therapy and stuff but like my therapist has even told me like Hey, if you're upset, if you're angry, you could do tapping, you could do meditation. I was like, listen, doc, if I'm sitting here and I'm angry and I'm seething and I'm upset, I'm not going to sit there and like tap, but I could go for like a walk or a run or a bike ride or something. And he was like, all right, cool. Yeah, do that. And then I tried that one day. I got really mad about something. And then I went for like a 30 minute walk and I came back and I was like more level headed and I was able to think about it more clearly. So needless to say, that stuff helps and works. And I think that right now, you know, when Michelle was asking me, do you think that you're a little obsessive about exercise? I, my answer, you know, short answer is no. But the longer answer is, I'm not not obsessed with exercise. It just doesn't rule me the way it did in the beginning. I feel like I can do a lot more if I do a lot more in my day, if I exercise first thing in the morning. And I feel like I haven't earned my breakfast if I don't walk for 30 minutes. And there's a lot of earning in this episode as well. So it's like I haven't earned my my breakfast shake or I haven't earned my my eggs and toast if I don't do my fasting cardio in the morning. And I, you know, if I do my monthly cigar, I have to do some big, you know, crazy hike in order to to earn that cigar. 
uh, or I have to, it has to be like a very special event for me to earn that cigar. Otherwise, I'm cheating myself and I'm, you know, cutting corners. Anyway, it's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. It's a lot to think to think about. But I don't. But right now, I can either concentrate on calories in, which is the food that I'm eating and how I'm eating and how often I'm eating and what all I'm eating, or I can concentrate on calories out, which is how I'm exercising, how often I'm exercising, and what I'm doing. Or I can find the happy medium and concentrate on both. But right now, especially specifically right now, October third. I don't want to concentrate too much on what I'm eating. I do want to concentrate more on how I'm exerting calories. So I did a 30-minute walk jog this morning, and then after I'm done recording this, I am going to do 30 minutes on the uh, rowing machine, the cross rower, and then I'm going to come back and edit this so I can post it tonight. But my point is I need this, like, this this negative calories, right? The calories out. I need that to be like a thing that I can control and that I know. And then the rest of it can be just kind of what I'm doing to compensate for like my emotional stress, my work stress, my life stress, my whatever. And we'll get into all that stuff later too. So oh, there's a lot of pins in this episode and we're going to have to to take everything off and and, and look at it again. But Stick with me. I promise it'll all make sense. And uh, okay, let's let's go. Let's get into it. So food tracking app update. I'm still using Lose It. I got rid of Noom. I got rid of uh, everything else. Uh, I haven't subscribed to Lose It. I actually stopped using it for a little while just because I think we had gone on a trip somewhere. I think we went to Vegas or something and I stopped tracking for like two, three days. And then I just didn't get back into it. And this is the the whole thing. Like, when you start building a habit of like journaling every day or tracking your food every day or tracking your weight every day, if you skip more than two days in a row, you're more than likely to just abandon that altogether. So I was still exercising when we were in Vegas. I was still hitting the gym in the morning. I was still doing all the stuff that I normally do when I even when I travel. And I was being relatively careful about what I was eating and how I was eating. But I wasn't tracking anything and I wasn't, tra- I wasn't, you know, tracking my food or anything. And, and because of, because I didn't want to feel like, oh, I've had so many calories today and blah, blah, blah. So then I just didn't. Uh, and then I kind of fell out of it. So then I didn't do it for like a couple weeks. And then also I've noticed when I don't track my food, I tend to be more easygoing with like getting fast food or junk food from outside. So then it's like, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday and it's five o'clock, six o'clock, and then I haven't tracked anything all day. I did one 30 minute walk in the morning. And then, you know, Michelle's like, what do you want to do for dinner? And I go, let's just order like Denny's. It's easy. And, you know, we don't have to deal with this. Or we just did a grocery order. So we have to order food too. Or I have a, you know, I have a hankering for, you know, Chinese food. Let's get such and such place. And it's fine. It works out. I'm I'm a lot better now than I was before. I'm I'm good at putting things in the Tupperware and kind of separating it out. Even going to like restaurants, like especially like um, American food and Persian food, they, they serve you like three to four helpings of a meal on your plate. And I mean, they charge you thusly, but it's also like just one of those things. And it's a lot. It's a lot of food. And if you're not thinking and you're just talking and hanging out with friends and mindlessly eating, you're just going to overfill yourself. 
So I, you know, make my rice and do all my things and, you know, fix all my plates and make sure everything is fine. And then I ask for a, a to-go box. And what I really should do from now on is ask for the to-go box at the beginning and then put half my food in the to-go box. But it's kind of a weird thing to be like, can I get a, you know, steak confit and blah, blah, blah. And then can you give me a to-go box as well? They're like, well, like, are you okay? What's going on? Are you late for something? So anyway, all that to say, the food tracking app, I, I got back into it this month. I know it's only three days into the month, but I got back into it. I'm using it more now. It's still like a difficult habit to rebuild on. So I'm trying to get back into it a little bit now. But just eating and tracking and just the experience kind of overall with Lose It is just so clean and precise and lovely. And it works so seamlessly with my Apple Watch that when I exercise and come back, so like in the morning, I'm like, oh, I had um, I had like a shake and like an Atkins chocolate bar. And that's my shake is like, I don't know, 200 calories and the Atkins bar is like 200 calories. So it's like 400 calories. And it's like, cool, you want to lose this much weight in this much time so you can have like 1400 calories a day and I go cool and I go I had these two things for breakfast and it's like dope so you have a thousand calories left you should have 500 for lunch 500 for dinner and then you're like okay cool I had a salad and this and that you start filling all this shit out but then when like you go to the when you go on like a walk or a run or a bike ride or whatever or you do some rowing it recalculates so it takes those calories in and there's two types of calories which is the coolest part of it it's like active calories and total calories so active calories means if you, when you're doing this, so if I go for a walk and I come back, let's say I burn 300 calories, uh, it's like 250 active calories and it's 300 total calories. So what that means is if I didn't do shit for those 30 minutes, if I just sat still or maintained my regular, I would have just burned 50 calories in that half an hour, just chilling, just kicking it. I would have just lost 50. So then my walk was 250. So on top of my regular 50, I burned 300 calories at that time. So that's the difference. So it it helps kind of break it down that way. Your Apple Watch breaks it down that way. And then the app kind of adjusts accordingly. So it they're all talking to each other. And then you see like your calories increase. And then you can eat more stuff. So when I go on like a hike like I did with my buddy Alex. Shout out to Alex. He's like my favorite hiking partner until... Uh, I haven't gone on a hike with Michelle yet. I actually haven't gone on a hike with anybody except for Alex yet. I don't think. And if I have, oh no, that's bullshit. I went on a hike with Rebecca. So shout out to Bex. She was fucking dope. But like Alex is like my consistent hiking buddy. And we went for a hike out here that was like, I think it was like three and a third miles or whatever. Let's say three and a half miles. And we did that. It was really great. We had a really good time. You know, fun conversation and we're just kind of chatting away and going on this hike and just having like a really good like talk and walk and everything that day when you walk for like three and a half miles at let's say three and a half miles an hour right you're averaging so you have like a, an hour hike in you like you burn like 800 to 900 calories there so then like that day your cal your like your allowance is like oh you can have all like all the fucking things you want and you're like, oh, great. And then you start thinking to yourself, well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to like, I don't want to overindulge this day because I did so great already. So then you're like eating, you're making healthier choices. So that's a really cool thing. And I love that overall experience of like tracking and paying attention and also hiking and everything. So that's, that's really cool and really been a lot of fun. 
Um, I would have been uh, on my bicycle more, but my bike's been in the shop for a little while. But uh, everything's fine. I mean, y'all know about the the bike crash and everything, and and that that happened. And then I had the bike fixed. But then um, there's a lot of hills around here. And then I was I was riding my bike, and I was going down this really really big hill, and I was just leaning on my brakes, front end, rear, and I was just leaning, leaning, leaning. And I guess when you do that, you kind of like I don't know, you fuck up your brakes, or there's like air in the pocket of the I don't know what. So regardless it was like a bit of a clusterfuck it ended up like i had to go to this bike shop they had to send it to the other bike shop in new hall and shout out to trek shout out to patrick at trek they, they've taken such good care of me they, at new hall also in saugus my bike is an aventon pace 500 and my first bike my first like adult bike was a trek verve 2 that got stolen and then patrick took care of me and sold me that bike actually and then now it's like I go back to them. They take such good care of me. I love those people there. They're fantastic and lovely. So the bike's in the shop. It's all fixed now. I'm going to go pick it up tomorrow, actually. So I'm super excited about that. Um, so then I'll be on my bike more this month, which is one of my goals for October is to bicycle, be on my bicycle more. Um, I also got these really cool headphones that are like bone conducting. So they go behind your ear and in front of your ear, but they don't go inside your ear. They were kind of pricey, but I'm really excited to try those out because I love listening to music or I love listening to podcasts and it helps kind of like grind the time away. But also I want to be able to hear everything because that's how I got my bike rack in the first place. And I've also like had my phone on my bike holder while I'm riding my bicycle and it's been like totally fucked up and like not I it's too loud and it's irritating everybody and I feel like I have to stop it all the time when I'm passing by someone and then it just, I don't know, it just becomes like a whole big thing and it it becomes a bigger thing than it should be overall. So I'm not really too keen on like putting your, your phone on speaker mode and like walking around town or riding your bike around town with that. Um, I also don't like uh, having my headphones in because then I can't hear anything anyone is saying to me. So this might be the answer to my, to my problem. So definitely more uh, bicycling for sure. And then, uh, cooking a little bit better and eating a little bit better. So actually, uh, the lovely Michelle and I this week decided to, uh, make some plans for dinner. So tonight I think we're having, uh, Teton sausages and then tomorrow we're going to have, uh, I think she's going to make, uh, turkey tacos for Taco Tuesday. So super excited. It's going to be great. We're going to have a, you know, healthy, relatively healthy week of food, which is awesome, which then, um, eliminates most of the fast food that we've been eating so not necessarily fast food like mcdonald's we hardly ever if ever eat like mcdonald's or taco bell or del taco but like sometimes we'll have wendy's like last night we had wendy's um or sometimes we'll have panda or sometimes we'll have anything that's kind of like a drive through type place that's not like ideal or great for you it's really high sodium high fat a lot of fried foods a lot of bullshit that you don't need so trying to kind of eliminate that stuff from your diet But sometimes you can't like, I don't know, last weekend, weekend before, I don't really remember when it was, but a friend of mine, uh, Mickey and Zab, shout out to Mickey and Zab, had a birthday for their daughter and we went there and hung out and I love Mickey so much. She's such a cool person and she's such a dope mom. Like I love how much of a mom she is. It's like so cool seeing that aspect of her. And every time we go to her house, she has like baked 20 different like cookies that are like fantastic or brownies and they're like extra squidgy as our friends of Beth likes to say shout out to Zabeth and like 
there's just there's all these like little like fun sweet like she there was cake pops there that she made and there was like um uh these rice crispy treats and anyway it was like a million things and you're like oh my god everything is amazing and wonderful there was like beef and and cheese and you can make tacos or you can make nachos or you can make like it was just all these different options and choices and Oh man, it was a lot, and there was all this soda in the in the thing. And I don't drink regular soda; I drink diet soda. But I also don't want to be like that guest who's like, mm, "Excuse me, I could have brought my own diet soda." I think I ended up having water, and then I had like one cactus cooler, which was a terrible idea. Not for any reason except for just like it's just basically sugar water. So that was stupid. I shouldn't have done that because it's just a million calories. So anyway, how do you deal with it at a kid's birthday party? Well, you, I mean, you, really the best bet, the best way to do it, the best game plan to have is to have a conversation with yourself in the car before you go inside and say, okay, I don't know what they're serving here, but I am going to limit myself to proteins and very limited carbs. And for dessert, I will have one dessert. And then if there's like birthday cake or something that is like important to the birthday person, I will have a piece or slice or cupcake or whatever of that that is it that is the extent of it and the rest of it i will like munch on vegetables which they were always have vegetables or fruit or just drink water and i'll be fine because the birthday parties aren't ever longer than like three to four hours so you can survive and just be okay i did not have that conversation with myself before i walked into this party and so i went a little crazy not super crazy but like you know i should have been better about it it was fine overall everything was okay but it was it was a lot and I should have, I, I just should have been, I should have been better. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. <sighs> okay, so that's pretty much like the recap of how September went. One more thing I do want to talk about when I went hiking with Alex. Um, I had found a, like a big stick that um, I saw in this like hiking area and and I had walked around with this giant stick. It's basically a staff, but I feel like you have to make it a staff. So I'm calling it a stick until I make it a staff. So I found this giant stick and it's like super like sturdy and and I really liked it. And I went for a, a hike with it and it really helped me a lot. And I was like, oh, this is like really good balance and this, this, this. And the hand feels like really it's got a good grip on it. And I really enjoy every like all the different fun aspects of it. So I left it there at the top of the hill. And I've done this before in my life a few times where I'm like, OK, so this is a really cool thing. I'm going to leave it here. And if it's there when I get back, then like. Maybe I could do something with it. But if it's not, that means someone else took it. Maybe they needed it more than I do. And so I left it there. And then we like went on a trip or something. And then we came back like a few weeks later. And I was like, oh, I bet it's gone. And I went up to the top of the hill. And it was there. And I was like, oh, I'm taking you home with me. So I went on the hike with the stick. And then I brought it home. Then I went on Amazon. and went on all nuts. And I spent like $50 buying like a bunch of shit. Like leather and wood glue and fucking nails and like more leather and fucking rope and all this other shit and so i bought all these things and like end caps and fucking whittled this thing down and sanded it down and cut it down and all these different tools and shit i got to use it you know that i've that i've owned for years and not really ever been able to use properly so anyway i got it all kind of lined up and everything was fine and wrapped it up in some leather at the bottom and put the put the base on it and now it's like an actual staff and I have this really cool um, Bigfoot pin that I put on the front of it. So like when I'm walking, like Bigfoot is like seeing out. So Bigfoot gets to see where I'm going. So it's really cool and I'm mildly obsessed with Bigfoot now. So that's kind of my thing for now until the until the flavor changes, you know, of course. So anywho, uh, so I'm, you know, 
made this staff happen and I'm like super stoked about it. It's so cool. And then I got this other walking stick from Amazon that's like a like an actual like it's spring loaded and it's like made from like aircraft carrier metals and whatnot. And it's super dope. And I got like two of those. They came in a pack and I got two of those. So when Alex came to go on the hike, we went to the cafe. We went to Bodhi. Shout out to Bodhi Cafe. And we got some breakfast there. And then we went to the top of this hill and we started hiking and I gave Alex one of the newer uh hiking sticks and I took my staff with me. We went around, we did the the like mile and a half and then we went and did the, the second mile, the the two mile loop. And it was so cool and so much fun and so great. And you know, I just again love hiking with Alex so much. But those like my staff and his stick helped so much that it was like a totally different experience altogether. Because the first time I did the mile and a half loop I didn't have my staff with me. I kind of just like stumbled onto it. And I was like, oh man, this is like super difficult. But I really like it. And it's a really fun thing. So I definitely want to do that more. There's actually a, uh, there's a six pack hike group uh, out here in SoCal. There's apparently there's like, there's six pack hiking kind of all over the place. There's like in Nevada and they're in Denver and there, and there's also the 14ers in in Denver, apparently. So everything, every mountain that's over 14,000 feet, you could do those. And I think there's like 12 of them. Ironically, there's not 14, 14ers. Uh, but there's, so there's this like six pack of, of like hikes you could do in different mountains out here in SoCal. And there's, uh, so there's six of them, obviously that's why it's called a six pack. And so I told Alex about it and he was like, oh man, I'm super stoked. And I sent him the, the website and he looked at it and he's like, oh man, I'd totally be into this. And I was like, dope. I'd be into this too. And he's like, we should do it. And I was like, fuck yeah, we should do it. And he's like, we should do it like this year. And I was like, Fuck yeah, dude, it's the top of October. Hell yeah, we should do it this year. Absolutely. So we're going to get into that. I'm going to figure it out. I don't know how or what or why. We're going to be in Denver for a little bit and then we're going to come back. So uh, and then with Thanksgiving and then with Christmas and then with New Year's. But we're going to try to make this thing work. I mean, it's basically just six weekends we need to kind of put aside and figure this all out. But I am super stoked about it. I think it's going to be awesome. It's going to be so much fun. And what a fun way to like end the year is by doing the six pack. So that's super cool. I also wouldn't be totally opposed to like making it our like New Year's resolution for me and Alex to like hit the six pack next year, 2023. But you know, if if he insists, uh, uh, I'll let him twist my arm. I'm cool with that. Okay. So now I want to talk a little bit of updates. So September, since September, uh, I just checked this morning, we're at five stars on Apple Podcasts with 44 ratings, which is so cool. Thank you all so much. Oh my God, it means so much to me. I am sure, sure, sure that if you're listening to this on Apple, you've already done a five-star review. So if you have, I appreciate you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're the best. You're awesome. If you haven't, I get it. Like if you want different kinds of content or something else or it's not quite hitting the stride that you're looking for, please, please feel free to reach out to me. I had somebody reach out to me on Facebook. I'm not going to mention their name because I didn't tell them that I was going to do this. But I had someone reach, reach out to me on Facebook Messenger the other day. They added me on Facebook. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Here's what happened. They added me on Facebook. I added them back. And then I messaged them. And I was like, hey, thanks for adding me on Facebook. How do I know you? And then she said, I listened to your podcast. And I was hoping there would be more content on Facebook. And that's going to lead into this whole other aspect of this this podcast section area right now. And, but I'm just telling you. So she was like, oh, I thought there was going to be more content on Facebook. And I was like, I'm really sorry. I'm barely ever, hardly ever on Facebook, but I am always on Facebook Messenger and I am always on Instagram chat. 
So it's on my phone, it's on my watch, it's on my computer, and I'm at my computer like nine to 10 hours a day, every day. So if you have any questions, if you have any suggestions, if there's something that you really love that I do, I love a compliment. If you this, if there's something that you hate that I do, I'm cool with constructive criticism. Just don't be mean. But like, you know, if there's something that you're like, oh, I really dig that you do this, keep doing that. Awesome. Thank you so much. That would mean the world to me. Or, hey, when you do this thing, it's super kind of annoying. So if you could like stop doing that, that would be dope. And I'd be like, yeah, maybe I could stop doing that. But if you're like, hey, don't say dope anymore, like you should just find a different podcast because this is basically like dope and then all the curse words. And I'm not trying not to curse, but I really want to make it more like there's a moment. I've had this conversation with my therapist and I'm going to get into my therapist in a minute. It kind of plays into the whole like content and uh, and other stuff in a minute but it'll it'll pan out just stay tuned like where are you going okay so there's there's this whole thing with like uh like i i i want to be more specific with my words and i, I was telling my therapist like, i curse a lot but i curse for a, a reason so if i say like i'm tired then you know i'm tired but if i tell you i'm fucking tired you know, what I mean is I'm exhausted and unless what the next words out of your mouth are going to be super helpful to me or if I go, I'm fucking hungry or I'm so fucking mad right now, that lets you know. Because if I go, well, man, I'm so mad right now, right? You can be like, hey, why don't you calm down? We got to go to, you know, there's this party or, or oh, man, I'm going to let me add to that because you have a flat tire outside. If I tell you I'm fucking tired or I'm fucking upset or I'm fucking hungry then you know that the next words out of your mouth should be either super duper helpful or very, very funny or silence. That's what you should, those are the, your three options is be funny, be helpful or shut the fuck up. Those are your three options. And again, I say shut the fuck up because I mean it. I don't mean just be quiet. I really mean shut the fuck up because you're, you're not paying attention to your surroundings. You're not listening with your ears. You're just seeing, you're waiting for an opportunity for someone to stop talking so that you can start talking. That's not healthy for anybody involved. So what you should do is pay attention to that. And I want I want those moments in my life when I say stuff like that. Like normally I would say when I say shit like that. But what I'm saying is when I say stuff like that, I want it to be impactful. So I don't want to walk around saying shit, shit, fuck, fuck all the time and then have everyone be like, oh, that's just a shit fuck guy. That's fine. But if I use it more opportunistically in order to emphasize, underline, bold, and highlight the words that I'm using and make the message more relevant, then I think it'll make more of an impact. So that's why I'm I'm not trying not to curse, but I'm trying to make the cursing have more impact and feeling behind them. I hope that makes sense. And if it doesn't, fuck it. <laughs> See what I did there? Okay. So speaking of like therapy anger, whatever. So my therapy has kind of been super duper focused uh, on anger. And I told my therapist in the beginning, like, I'm, I've just been re- relatively angry uh, for a little while. And this was before all the like political stuff that happened in Iran, which I'm going to get to in a minute. But um, basically, I was just I've just been very angry lately and it's nothing personal about anything I'm, I'm very happy in my marriage i'm very happy with my friends and all my family i'm very happy with my life i'm very happy with my work i'm very happy with everything but i'm just i just get very defensive and angry very quickly and i feel like 
uh, it's, it's, um, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it or explain it, but I just get very, like very defensive and very angry, very upset, very quickly. And it blows up and then it goes away. And it's not fair to anybody who is on the receiving end of it. And it's not fair for me to feel like I'm constantly having to like, to stop myself or quiet myself or silence myself or remove myself from situations in order to not be able to speak my mind in those moments. So, and it's also super not fair to be like a dick and then apologize after. How many times can you do that? The answer is one. You get to do that one time to one person and then that's it. You don't get to do it again. So I've been dealing with a lot of this anger with my therapy and my therapist has been super good and very helpful. Dr. Andrew, highly recommend. And then um, in Iran, now this is going to get a little political for a little bit. So I'm sorry, but I will try to make this section strictly two minutes so that you can just fast forward four times on that 30 second. And when I, I'll tell you what, I'll snap my fingers. You'll see, you'll hear like the, the very loud snap of my fingers. And then that's when you'll know to fast forward four times that, that 30 seconds, just one, two, three, four, and that'll be two minutes. And then I can get my shit out and then I'll snap again. And then that's when you'll know to come back in. Is that cool? All right. So let me just kind of get my bearings here a little bit. Okay. Okay, so Masa Amini is this uh, Iranian girl that was killed by the morality police in Iran. And then all the kids in Iran started to protest her death. And she was killed by the police. She was beaten and then she died because she wasn't wearing her headscarf in the right way. And she was showing too much hair. And so then all the kids in Iran started to protest. And then the cops started beating all the kids, arresting all the kids and shooting at the kids. And it's still going on today. Today's the third. Tomorrow's the fourth. I'm also 100% sure it's going on tomorrow. So today, when you're listening to this today as well. So it's still going on. There's all these Iran protests. And this has turned my Instagram at Nima Speaks into just a forum for me signal boosting every other influencer that is talking about this Masa Amini um, terrible atrocity that's 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 happened in Iran and all the terrible things that are continuously happening in, in Iran. And so all of that to say that politically speaking, I have been very, very active on Instagram. And it's been because this is so close to my heart. And my parents are in Iran right now, although they'll be back soon. But they're in Iran right now. And they're visiting and they're having a great time. My uncle is in Iran right now. And he's visiting and having a great time. And I, I spoke with them a few days ago. And they said that they're totally fine and everything is okay. But for me, it still has all of this feeling and emotion of worry and fear and concern and impotence of not being able to help and not being able to do anything and being so far away that I want to help them as much as I can. So that's why I've been posting a bunch of it on social media. So that's it for the political part. Now I'm going to explain where this all makes sense. So because my my Gastric Sleeve podcast handle on Instagram is really only ever used when I'm launching a podcast episode and that is it. And I tell everyone else to reach out to me on Nima Speaks. No, I usually post like vacation photos or food pics or hanging out with friends or all that other fun stuff. And you get to see all these different aspects of it. My entire storyline right now and all my whatever reels or everything that I'm sharing and most of my most recent posts are all about politics and they're all about Iran right now. So when someone reaches out to me and says, I was really hoping that I was going to find more content 
on your podcast or regarding your podcast on Facebook, I completely understand what what I did wrong. And I haven't fully separated my my gastric sleeve podcast uh, Instagram from my at Nima Speaks Instagram. And so because I've invited so many people over to at Nima Speaks, you are now drowning in a bunch of political posts. So I am going to be better about posting on my gastric sleeve podcast. That is my goal for this month, for for this month and for the rest of this year, for the, for the for the next three months, to really really focus on posting weight loss content, either once a week or once every two weeks, on at my gastric sleeve, so that I can kind of have some content there, talk about some things there that are absolutely nothing to do with my personal life, nothing to do with my family, nothing to do with my friends. And only have to do with my journey through all of this. Because now I don't know if y'all already forgot, but there's the the Happiness Challenge podcast, which is launching in January, that the lovely Michelle and I did together. That's gonna have its own handle, that's gonna have its own content, and that's gonna have its own stuff that is completely separated from me and the lovely Michelle's personal Instagram posts as well. So all of that is a very, very good lesson learned. And I'm very, very happy that that lovely lady reached out to me on Facebook and said that to me. I don't know if that was her intention. I kind of secretly hope it was because it it would have been a great lesson to learn. And a very, by the way, she's not Iranian, but that is the most Persian way of teaching someone a lesson is like, it's so Persian. I have to do like a Persian accent for it, but it would be like, I was looking at your Facebook to see if I could find more information about your podcast because I had listened to all the episodes and I'm done now. And I went on your Instagram and I listened to all of and I saw all of your posts on Instagram and I saw on Facebook and that is it. There's nothing else that makes sense for your podcast that you aren't posting. At all, my friend. So, I get it. Message message received. Message received. Thank you. Thank you. And please, 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 please don't ever feel like you can't reach out to me or you can't talk to me or you can't any of that stuff. The Seattle episode, there was 640 plays on that episode. I know there, there there's a bunch of you out there that are listening to this. And if you have any sort of question at all whatsoever, please, I'm so bored. I'm working and I'm watching TV with my wife and I'm playing with my cats and I'm going on walks all day. I have so much time to answer questions or to just have a conversation. I had a lovely nun reach out to me, a Catholic nun. How cool is that? That is like the coolest thing. But she reached out to me. We started chatting a little. And we're going to meet up. I think she's in SoCal. So we're going to meet up sometime soon too. But I'm just, oh man, I'm so stoked about that. You know how much I love religion. And she she already knows. I mean, she's listened to all the episodes. So she was, and I was, and my immediate response was like, I'm so sorry for all the bad words. And she's like, no, 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 it's fine. I had a life before I was a nun and all that. So she's dope. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. Can you call it a nun dope? I don't know. This is going to be the thing. I, by the way, I don't know if y'all listen I don't know if y'all read the description of the episodes when I when I post them, but there's always a little fun uh, hidden gem in there. There's a little like a uh, little kind of hidden thing in there that I say like, oh, this episode is a recap of blah blah blah, and you know blah blah blah. And then I and then at the very end of it, I go, I 
usually it's something like I say dope like 17 times. And by the way, it is 17 times because when I go back after I'm done recording, I go back and listen to the whole fucking thing. And then I pay attention to it and I write down the the funny thing I'm going to write. Right. And I go, okay, this is okay. I said dope like 17 times and I go, I say dope 17 times and it's uh, super annoying. Enjoy exclamation point. This is on like every discussion. I don't know if you if you paid attention or not, but go back and listen or not listen. You don't have to listen. Just go back and look at the descriptions again and you'll see them. Even if you see them on Instagram, you'll you'll see them as well or Facebook. You'll see them there as well. They're in there. So I'm going to give you a heads up as you're listening to this and you haven't paid attention to the to the description yet i'm gonna say on this episode i call a nun dope so she was dope she's and she is dope and she had her surgery and it was successful and i'm super stoked about it and i'm totally gonna chat her up i'm gonna see if she can be a a guest on the show because i've never interviewed a nun and i genuinely don't know if i could say fuck in front of a nun i don't know i'm having an existential crisis right now just thinking about it i can't you can't say fuck in front of a nun you can say fuck about a nun? I don't even know if that makes sense. I should probably stop talking now. Okay. All right. So what did I say? 30 minutes? <laughs> if you want to make God laugh, make plans. Okay. So I do want to talk about um, October goals and then I want to talk about neural pathways, but but I want to get the goals out of the way first. I know it's kind of ass backwards, but it, believe me, it's going to make uh Yeah, fuck it. It's going to make sense this way. I promise. Because the neural pathway is going to be a bit of a longer combo. Okay. So October goals. I'm going to Chicago with the lovely Michelle at the end of October and we're going to have Halloween out there and we have cool shirts and it's going to be super fun. Halloween um, has always been a relatively difficult holiday for me just because of all the chocolates and candies and everything. Um, So, you know, it's going to be a little bit of a struggle, but uh, we'll, we'll, I'll make it, it'll be okay. I'm sure it'll be fine. And Chicago has really good food. And thankfully, I don't like their pizza. Sorry, if anyone is from Chicago, I'm sure there's a few of you out there, but your pizza is a mistake. Okay, it's a mistake that someone doubled down on. It's like somebody put the sauce on top of the cheese and then baked it into like a cake and then said you eat it with a fork and knife. And then someone else said, what the fuck is this? And they go, uh, pizza? Question mark. And the guy was like, are you sure? And And then he was like, yeah, bro, it's how we eat it in Chicago. Go fuck yourself. And then everyone was like, oh, Chicago style. No, it's fucking mistake. Mistake style is what it should be called. But anyway, I'm going to go. going to have a slice of whatever fucking famous pizza you guys have out there. I'm going to have a hot dog. I'm actually stoked about that. And then I'm going to have whatever else fucking food you have in Chicago. I hear it's like really great food. I'm going to go see that kidney bean or whatever the fuck it is. I'm going to get on the lake river bullshit tour thing. It's going to be dope. I won this trip on prices, right? I'm super stoked about it. I know I sound like I'm being shitty and shitting all over Chicago. I think I'm going to love Chicago. I have all, I actually, I'm super, super stoked to see the Sears tower. Cause I used to be such a nerd about the Sears tower. And I don't know if y'all ever watched, but like, um, Perfect Strangers with uh, Bronson Pinchot and Marklin Baker was uh, was filmed in Chicago. And in the opening scene, they go to like Wrigley Field. So I really, really want to see Wrigley Field. And you could see the Sears Tower in the background, the city line. And then um, Family Matters is also based in Chicago because a lot of people don't know. I don't know. Y'all don't probably know what these shows are. But Perfect Strangers is like my favorite sitcom growing up. And Family Matters was Harriet and Carl Winslow. And he's a cop and she's like a, I don't know, she's like a professional lady. Not like a 
not that way. She's like a, works in an office or a newspaper or whatever the fuck. But uh, she was working with Mark Lynn Baker in Perfect Strangers. They worked together at like the newspaper or whatever. And so then uh, they the, the audience loved her so much. They were like, fuck it. Let's give her a spinoff. So they fucking spinned off, spun off, spin offed. That's not who knows how to say that. Whatever. So they gave her her own show and they gave her Family Matters. And that's where Steve Urkel came from with the whole like, did I do that? That's that guy that if you don't know is Jaleel White and he's fucking super cool. But basically the cop from Die Hard is the cop from Family Matters who's also in uh, Perfect Strangers. So all those are all Chicago shows. Uh, so anyway, that was fucking super cool. So I'm I'm so stoked to see like the Sears Tower, to see Wrigley Field. I am very excited about it. And I've had a Chicago dog out here before from like a girl from Chicago took me there and was like, you have to try this hot dog this way, this, these kinds of peppers, this kind of thing, blah, blah, blah. And I went and I did it and it was really good. But I feel like in Chicago, it's going to be even better. My mouth is watering right now just thinking about a stupid hot dog I'm going to eat. I could give a fuck about a hot dog out here, by the way. In L.A., to have a danger dog. If y'all don't know what a danger dog is, go ahead and look that up. You could Google it. It's fine. Look up L.A. danger dog. It's They're called danger dogs because it's like drinking like water in a third world country. Like You know, it's hit or miss. And if your body doesn't have the, the correct things to fight off infection, you might just get super sick from it. But, you know, whatever. Who cares? They're good. Plus, you're usually drunk when you're eating it or two in the morning you got out of a club or you got out of the, the fucking Staples Center basketball game and you have like a danger dog on your way to the car or whatever. So Chicago is going to be super dope, but it's going to be a challenge. And we're also going to Denver right after Chicago for like a few days. And so we're going to also be in Denver, which is also really interesting and fun and different and cool and and also tons of food and tons of parties and people and everything that we're hanging out with. So all of those are going to be like super challenging. I want to do more hiking, so I'm going to hook up with Alex and we're going to start doing those six-pack hikes. So I'll have more updates on that. I want to do more my, more bicycling for sure. So I'm going to pick up my bike tomorrow and I'm super excited about that. Definitely more walking. I want to start doing two-a-days. So I want to do like, I, w- I wake up in the morning. First thing I do, I go for like a little mile and a half. That's it. Mile and a half, walk, walk, run, run, whatever. You know, like a little jog, a jock, a wog whatever you will. And then at the at the tail end of my day, I want to either do some rowing machine or some bicycling or a second walk or something that or a hike or something extra. So I want to start doing two a days more often. So I want to do that for sure. Um, I want to eat better. Of course, I want to meditate more. I want to start getting into tapping a little bit. I think that might help. I know I know it's uh, it seems like a, a an interesting thing for me to say, but I you know, if it works, it works. If meditation works, why wouldn't tapping work? Who knows? I do. I want to hang out with my friends more. I feel like I don't really get to see my friends all that often. I'm sure if you ask the lovely Michelle, she's like, dude, all we do is fucking hang out with your friends. And she's absolutely right. Like last weekend, we hung out with with uh, Jamie and Crystal. Shout out to Jamie and Crystal. And then we hung out with um, who did we hang out with? Mickey and Zab. And, and we saw Arthur and Rami. So shout out to all of them. So that was like really fun and great and cool. And, and yeah, absolutely. But like I want to spend like quality time. I want to spend like five six hours with like friends and go to like a place and walk like go to Santa Barbara and hang out or go go somewhere and hang out together you know do wine tasting in Temecula or some shit or Malibu or whatever the fuck so 
I want to do that. I want to make that more of a, a of a commitment that that we do with our friends. And I would love, love, love to get down to two fifty five. I think that would be ideal. Now I'm going to save this recap uh, that I'm that I'm talking about October goals because I am uh, almost a hundred percent sure that my October recap is going to be an interview that I do and then I'm going to have a November recap. So all of these goals are really going to be October slash November goals and then I'm going to speak to them in the November recap show at the top of December. Okay, so there's going to be that. Okay, cool. And then also at the top of December when I launch that show, that's also going to be like the two-year anniversary of my surgery. So that's also like super scary and what the fuck. A lot of what the fucks. Okay. So, set all that, all that set. Okay. Now, neural pathways. Neural pathways are the fucking coolest thing I've ever heard about in my entire life. Like, it's the just the coolest. So, basically, your brain is like, I'm going to wake up at 7 o'clock and go for a walk every morning. I'm going to wake up at 7 and go for a walk. I'm going to wake up at 7 and go for a walk. And you keep doing this. And you start building this pathway in your brain that I wake up at 7 and go for a walk. I wake up at 7 and go for a walk. And when you do this every day, when you do this all the time, eventually your brain just goes, oh, it's 7. We need to wake up and go for a walk. And then if you have a, a meeting at 7.30 one morning, all of a sudden you feel anxious or you feel like, oh man, either I have to wake up at like six o'clock and go for a walk to kind of feed that that monster or I have to kind of keep it in the back of my head while I'm having this meeting and then right after the meeting, I'm going to run out and go do my walk and then come back. So there's this like really interesting kind of back and forth thing that happens there in your brain, in my brain specifically. And so there's these pathways that have kind of instilled themselves so I'll go for a walk in the morning I haven't figured out quite the pathway yet for the two a days but then like the exercising in general uh every day is is like a a good one for me hiking is a is a good one uh for me and those those are like really important those are really good positive pathways that I've built over time and they've been really really helpful for me the one that's a really weird thing that something strange happened the other day was I had gone to, uh, so, okay. So I have a cigar once a month, unless it's a special occasion. And there's only two special occasions in, in the year. One is my birthday. One is my buddy Matt's birthday. So on Matt's birthday, which was September, I go and have a stick for his birthday. He passed away a few years ago. So I buy a very expensive cigar and have it for his birthday. And on my birthday, I go and have a cigar on my own. I don't have to earn those two. Those are like gifts for birthdays. And then the rest of the year, every month I have one stick. And before that stick, usually I go on a big hike the morning of. Then I have a cigar that night and then I rest all the next day, which is good because after a long hike, your feet are sore anyway, or you might have a blister or something like I did last time. So then you're like, oh, fuck, you know, I'm going to just take it easy. So then you take it easy. So last time, my lovely Michelle and I went to my parents' house in Brea. We hung out. We I decided to walk all the way down to Starbucks, all the way back to the cigar lounge and all the way up this hill. And so I I did all this walking and everything. And I was like, okay, I earned this cigar. So I went and had a cigar and it was great and wonderful and lovely. And then the other day I was going to Caltech for an event and I got there and the event had ended or it never existed. I don't know. Nobody told me anything. So I was there just for no good reason. And I was like, okay, I'm going to just 
make a day out of it. So I went and I had some Persian food and the Persian food was really good. And then I was like, I should go have a cigar. But I didn't earn that cigar that day. I had only walked for 30 minutes that morning and I didn't do any serious hikes and I was still going to go walk the next day anyway. And I don't do that. That kind of goes against all my like mental facilities. So the whole time I'm having this cigar, which by the way, it was the worst cigar experience I had in my whole life. And I don't mean any of it was the cigar was falling apart. And the cigar place that I stay, I'm not even going to mention their name, but the cigar shop that I say stayed at and smoked at was just not great at all. Like there was no real ventilation. It was a very like kind of shotgun style, like one small kind of, it was almost like a double wide. It was weird. The whole thing was weird. Their cigar person there was like, you know, mildly pretentious, but like not really educated enough on cigars. Anyway, it was a lot. It was a lot to kind of soak in. So it wasn't a great experience overall. But the worst part was the whole time I'm having this cigar, I'm I'm having this like mild uh, thought constantly hitting me in the back of the head of like, you didn't earn this. You don't deserve this. And that is another neural pathway. That is my brain telling me like, this is not the way to the cigar. The way to the cigar is you ride your bike for 20 miles or you go on a 10 mile hike. You have to earn the cigar. You haven't earned this cigar. So I am going to pester you and not shut the fuck up until you are done with this cigar and it's like jesus fucking shit i can't catch a break here so not only was a cigar not great at least it was expensive but it wasn't great and also the experience wasn't great overall but i also was in my own head the whole time and that's another like aspect of the neural pathway or neural elasticity of like being able to change that that mindset and that that dialogue in your head so i haven't had a cigar in october yet and we're going to be in chicago uh in uh november and i'm i'm thinking like do i want to have a cigar in, in chicago i don't i don't want to have a cigar in chicago or in denver and the reason is every time you walk into a cigar lounge and you walk out you stink of cigar smoke and you have to put all your clothes through a, a washing machine and it's you know, you have to go take a shower. Your breath smells like cigar for two, three days. Like it's a whole thing. And unless you're like smoking cigars every day, that that's just what you smell like and taste like. It's not a thing that I want to experience. So I enjoy having a cigar and then washing my clothes immediately and doing all that other stuff. So I am going to have a cigar sometime this month and I'm going to earn it. Maybe I'll do it after my big hike with Alex and I'll take him out for a stick. And then in November, I'll do another one. So that's my new like basic goal for October, November. We're going to do this in the October, November recap for sure. Uh, next month is going to be an interview with, I don't know who yet, but we'll figure it out. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for including me in your day and listening to all of this. This is the fucking coolest thing I've ever done. I can't believe so many of you people listen to this shit. This is, you're dope. You're super dope. And you know what, who else is dope? That fucking nun is dope. So let's go. Let's go with that. All right. All right. I will talk to y'all later. See you next month. Love you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the My Gastric Sleeve podcast. If you liked what you heard, subscribe, give us a five-star review, and share it with a friend. Please follow us on all social media at My Gastric Sleeve Podcast, or let us know what you think at mygastricsleevepodcast.com. 